You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Jam-packed Friday edition rolling your way. Of course, you know the deal. One hour. We run through it all. 60 minutes. We take you up until Golik and Wingo who come your way at 6 o'clock. Now, if things sound a little different today, that's because things are a little different today. I am... Doing it much like everybody else at the station. I think at this point, much like all the shows, broadcasting from home today. So I'm sure maybe you've seen the K show, you know, with the simulcast on Yes. All those guys are doing the same thing by broadcasting from home. Uh, Golik and Wingo broadcasting from uh, Mike Sr.'s basement. And I think they've been doing that all week. Rick, Chris, and Dave, all the shows really. But, you know, when I'm broadcasting from home, when things have reached the level where even I am broadcasting from home, that's like, whoa, that might be the most... Most frightening news you get today, but of course, today is still early. The number, you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. That still works. That has not been postponed. That's not been canceled. It's still up and running. You can use it. You can do it. So we'll uh, get your phone calls in in uh, a bit here. Also, I am on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. That is where, of course, by now, you know. You can vote on the rewatchable movie bracket, the sensation sweeping the nation. Actually, I probably shouldn't use that term, the sensation sweep. That might be reserved for something else right now, but uh, a lot of people love it. Some people hate it, which is really kind of weird that in this day and age, with all that's going on in the world that is actually important, that anybody anywhere could muster up even the slightest bit of energy to hate on something for a, a 5 a.m. show. But uh, that's the way of the world, I guess, right? But who cares? Uh, I'm focused on the love right now. And usually, the NCAA tournament, you have the four days, right? We don't count the playing game. The, 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 the first four games, those don't count. The first, you have those four days, and then you get to, to Sunday, and that's the final. And then you rest. Not us. The rewatchable movie bracket rolls on. Rewatchable movies are always there for you. That's the true test of a great movie. Can you plop down on your couch, flip around the channel, see it on, and get sucked in? Really, you're almost powerless to not watch it, right? Like, you have no intentions of saying, hey, you know what? Shawshank is on tonight. Let me do... No, you just happen to be flipping the channels. You come across Goodfellas, and boom, then you're there for like two hours. So uh, we will get some more of the uh, results from yesterday, some very interesting results in the wildcard division and... You know, usually they lay everything out ahead of time. Which games are going to take place which days because you have to rest for the players. We don't have to do that with rewatchable movies. I can take a look at whatever the matchups turn out to be and say, all right, let's focus on this one today. And you think, people have contacted me through Twitter, whatever. This is a brutal match. This is a hard matchup. How are you supposed to decide between these two? You think it's hard before. Wait until you hear some of the matchups we have in just the second round. It's only going to get harder, people. It's not going to get easier. And I would just like to say to all the listeners, to all the followers, to those who have voted, new followers coming on board, the disagreements, the seedings, who's in, who's out. It's been a ton of fun. It's been great. And part of the fun is picking which movies belong in. Granted, it's an inexact science. But we, I try to use as many facts as possible, right? Like ratings of all-time movies, rankings of all-time movies, lists of ranks of all-time movies. 
And then, of course, the availability of movies. And then let you guys vote, right? I'm a big believer in the customer is always right. But I will say, after seeing the results of yesterday, that no longer is the case. That is not the case by any way, shape, or form. Because I took a look at some of the results yesterday. And I have to say, what the heck are some of you people thinking? But, of course, we will get into that coming up. Where we begin, where we begin every morning is with the sports news of the day. And I guess the first piece of news that I saw yesterday that I wanted to bring up was Sean Payton, New Orleans Saints head coach, first person in the NFL to test positive for coronavirus. I mean, it was just a matter of time, right? This thing is is everywhere right now. It's just a matter of time before it's involved in every sport. We've already seen it in the NBA. We've already seen it with Major League Baseball. And it was just a matter of time that somebody had it in the NFL. And it just so happens that, unfortunately for Sean Payton, he's the first one. Uh, said he didn't feel well on uh, Sunday, so he took a test on Monday, received the results yesterday. He is said to be resting at home. He's been a bit fatigued. He said uh, part uh, he is part of the 20% that have no fever, no cough, but he's going to self-quarantine at home through the weekend. He is said to be uh, upbeat and optimistic about a full recovery. Well, look, he's not obviously the last, and his testing starts to ramp up any day now. We, uh, I'm sure, are going to get far more names, far more, high, far higher numbers, and especially since uh, he said that he was in the 20% that shows no fever, no cough. You know, and, and people will say, "Well, wh- what do I care that Sean Payton has it per se?" Right? Like, who cares about famous people at this point? Well. This is why I would disagree with you. And it is if his announcement in any way can get more people, any people, even one person, to take this more seriously, well, fantastic. That's what's needed. There are plenty of people, I think most of us, right, are dealing with this this news every minute of every day. And it's overwhelming a lot of time. I mean, it just it feels like it's overwhelming throughout the day. But unfortunately, there are still way too many people not doing what is needed. And really, what is needed is simply to stay home. That's all we're asking. Just stay in your house. It's not too hard. The other piece of news, and this is more actual sports-related, Todd Gurley. Did you see this? Released by the Rams. Boy, that happened fast, right? The Anchorman clip of uh, that escalated quickly, yeah. Todd Gurley, 10th pick in 2015, the 2017 NFL Offensive Player of the Year, highest paid running back in NFL history before the 2018 season. He got a four-year, $60 million extension that included $45 million in guarantees. And he was great for a very short period of time, but has had issues with his knee And then really last year you saw the usage way down. And look, this is not really anything all that groundbreaking at this point. It's been pretty clear for a while. And it is, if you're an NFL team, sinking heavy resources into any running back, any running back is usually a poor use of those resources. There was a time where running back was this premier position. It no longer is. So even the great Todd Gurley, who was fantastic at times, already you've seen him be released. Now, he'll get picked up by somebody else, but whether or not he's ever going to be the same player he was not that long, just a couple of years ago, 
It certainly remains to be seen. And now the Rams, who sank all that money into them, they made it so it's a post-June 1st designation so they can spread out the money over two years. But even then, I think it's like $5.5 million in dead money they're going to have because of uh, the contract that they gave Todd Gurley just a couple of years ago. Also, baseball news, and I guess this one's not really all that surprising. The Red Sox announcing that Chris Sale will undergo Tommy John surgery. And he has not been right for a while, was not right last year, clearly, says he did not feel right since 2018. And I think that was the year, that was the year I think that he had a lot of injuries down the stretch. But uh, the team says that, um, you know, with the delaying of the start of the season, not that that had anything to really do with it because he would have had to have had this anyway. But certainly when you look at the landscape of the world right now, the fact that we don't know if there is going to even be a major league season and what form that major league season might take, then this is absolutely the right decision, especially since one way or the other, he was going to Heim Bloom when he even took over as the GM, he knew that this was an issue that was going to have to get resolved at some point. Jeff Passan was on sports center yesterday and had this to say about the Chris sale announcement. When it came down to it, Chris Sale's elbow simply had not healed the way that he had hoped to. He spent this off season trying to give it a little bit of rest in hopes that it would feel better during spring training. Then when he threw in the spring, there was soreness and there was hope that he could sit out for a little while and mitigate it. Ultimately, though, there was a ticking clock here. And that clock was if he came back during the 2020 season and was not healthy, he was going to need Tommy John surgery eventually. And that eventuality was going to come and potentially cost him his 2021 season as well. This way, and, and with questions about when the baseball season is going to begin, it just made sense for him to get it over with now, get the surgery out of the way, and come back healthy in April or May of next year. Yeah, I mean, of course, that makes all the sense in the world, especially since he was going to have to have it uh, done anyway. And you just kind of wonder if more teams – and more players who have something going on, whether or not they uh, decide to move up whatever procedure they might need to have based on the way the world is sitting right now, right? I mean, like the fact that we don't even know right now on March 20th if there will be a baseball season, and if there is, it's certainly not going to be the baseball season we were expecting maybe a month ago, certainly not a couple of weeks ago. So... You, you'll have to wait and see. And if there is a baseball season, right? Like say, and I, God, I hope so, right? We, we, we need something. And we just need the world, more so than the baseball season, the football season, the basketball season. We just need the world to kind of get back to a place where we feel like we know our place in it, right? And you're just not surrounded by this, this fear and this panic 24 hours a day. But if there is a baseball season and it's obviously going to be cut short and you're going to have to get all these guys back up to speed, You've already seen people talking like you talk about Tommy John surgery for Chris Sale. What's is it going to be like an epidemic uh, of Tommy John surgery based on the fact that Major League Baseball is going to be ramping up so quickly and guys are going to be forced to try to get into shape in a short period of time just to salvage whatever baseball season there is. It's certainly not number one on the list of cares right now. It's not number 10 on the list of cares right now. But if you're a Major League Baseball player, I think it is something that has to be on your mind. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. Coming up, we will get into the rewatchable movie bracket, the results from yesterday. And you know what? Everybody, look, I understood this when I got into it. 
When you make a list, when you make a bracket, when you do anything like this, people are going to point out what you got wrong. They're not going to say, hey, you know what? I agree 100% on all that. No, of course not. They're going to say, no, what about this? You did this wrong. You got that wrong. How is this movie not in? How is this movie ranked here and this movie's not ranked there? Why is this movie ranked so low? Well, you know, in the history of the world, there's actually been a lot of good movies. So it's very hard to even make. It's a, they always say like at the Oscars, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to be nominated. It's an honor to be part of the rewatchable movie bracket. 64 slots of all the movies in the history of the world. So everybody will point out what I did wrong. Well, now I, based on the results of yesterday, get to turn the table on you. Not all of you, just a majority of you. But most of you have a lot of explaining to do. And we gave you some of the sports news. The one story that I did not mention in the open there, Marcus Smart and two Lakers players also now have tested positive. So, right, as the as the testing kind of ramps up, you're going to have far more greater numbers. And I think now, what are we at, 10 players in the NBA? I guess the one silver lining, if you're looking for silver linings, and God knows we could use some silver linings right now, is that of all the players, I think it's 10 players, have either had very mild symptoms or no symptoms, which I will take as a silver lining right now, considering where the world is at. Now, we do this show for one hour, and that is the one hour a day. I, I feel like I can at least put the world on hold, right? Like what's going on in the world. And it feels kind of overwhelming right now. So hopefully we here at 98.7 FM can help you in some small way. And as I said yesterday, and I'll reiterate, if you're up and rolling at this point, maybe you're getting ready for work. Maybe you're one of the people, while we all have to do our part to stay home, there's some people through work who can't stay home. They have to be out there. And for Brian Munguia, who is my, uh, my producer and my board op, He's one of those guys. So, Brian, congratulations to you. There are a select few people that are still going to the station, and we need those people. So if it's either Brian, Ray Dinahan, who does such a great job with the Rick, Chris, and Dave throughout the day. I don't know who else is. I think Ray Santiago is still going to the station. So if you're one of those people who has the job that you just can't stay home, you're a delivery guy, and God, how much do we need the delivery guys right now? Thank you to you and all the people who are still kind of keeping the world running as we get through this thing. So one way I get through these things is to focus on the important things. And you and I both know the important things are like rewatchable movies, right? Yesterday we unveiled the final region. And I said at the time, this is a wide open region. Very, very hard. It's a region with powerhouses just lined up. To make the wild card region, yes, it was a way to maybe boost some movies, some some clearly great movies to get a little bit of a higher seed. But to make the wild, it's hard enough to make one of the other divisions, to make the drama division, to make the action division, to make the comedy division. That's hard. But to make the wild card, you have to be better than all the other three divisions. At least in comedy, you're limited to comedy. At least in drama, you're limited to drama. To make the wild card, and man... Some movies that were just absolute powerhouses. And I would like to say to the voting public, if you're among the people who voted, boy, did you mess that up. Let's get to some results and we will unveil the matchups for today. First up, yesterday, uh, I am left with one question. 
What is wrong with some of you? All right, let's get to the matchups. The number one seed came under a lot of fire. The selection committee heard your cries. The number one seed in the wild card division, the Big Lebowski. It's like Lennon said. You look for the person who will benefit and, uh, uh, you know. I am the walrus. You know, you'll, uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I am the walrus. Yes, I am the walrus. The Big Lebowski, absolutely one of the most rewatchable movies of all time. Doesn't really fit as a comedy per se, not a drama per se, not an action movie, clearly. So it was the number one seed in the wild card region. And it got a very difficult draw. The, the wild card region is probably going to be the most difficult region to win because there's just so many heavy hitters. And it faced off against Mrs. Doubtfire in the opening round, the number 16 seed. Hello! Yes, and Mrs. Doubtfire can now say goodbye because uh, they lost. Uh, 54-46, the Big Lebowski. A number one seed, not exactly putting up a powerhouse match, you know, per- performance, but still gets the win, survive, and advance. Boy, God, does that feel more apropos now than ever before. Number one, Big Lebowski does move on. All right, so look, it wasn't overwhelming, but the majority of people got it right. No blood so far, right? No upsets. We move on to the number two seed, Rocky Two, facing off against Bachelor Party. And this one was not really close from the jump. I felt confident that Ro- if I had to pick any of the movies to win in the opening round, I would say Rocky Two. I felt very confident would be able to do so. Does so 82 to 18. So a route right there. It's what you would expect from a very high seed, the number two seed. That should be the performance. Somebody brought up well, this would have been much closer with Forrest Gump. You're telling me that you have two channels, and only two channels, and Bachelor Party's on one, and Forrest Gump's on the other, and you're watching Forrest Gump? What's wrong with you? Get out of here. Bachelor Party, the far more rewatchable movie. It's not even close. And uh, the matchup against Rocky Two was not even close. So Rocky Two moves on. All right, so the number one seed moves on. The number two seed moves on. Away we go. Then we run into problems. And it is with the number three seed. Boogie Nights facing off against 48 Hours. Now, 48 Hours, as I mentioned, made it because of a strong finish. It was on, I think, Showtime over the weekend. It was a movie that I considered, decided to put it in the field. And it pulls off the upset in the opening round by the narrowest of margins. 50.7. To 49.3, and I would just simply say, like, this is the time where we kind of pay tribute to our fallen brothers, the movies that deserved a better fate. And Boogie Nights clearly deserves a better fate. Dirk Diggler, Roller Girl, Jack Horner, Roller Girl, Amber Waves. Did I mention Roller Girl? And I want the rest of you cowboys to know something. There's a new sheriff in town. And his name is Reggie Hammond. All right. Look, I'm not going to make the case against 48 Hours. I love 48 Hours. I put it in. But still, Don Cheadle's buck, Little Bill, come on. Marky Mark, in that movie, Oscar-worthy performance. That scene where he's yelling at his mom about he's good, he can do good things. That's an amazing scene. Shows you that acting's really not that difficult. 
Uh, but, all right, there you go. 48 hours moves on as the number 15 seed. And I would just simply say to you, um, what's wrong with you? But that one could be forgiven, right? Because 48 hours is fantastic. I love 48 hours. What I can't forgive, what I won't forgive, what I'll never forgive is the number four seed, Pulp Fiction, facing off against The Hangover. And The Hangover moves. Oh, come on. What is wrong with you people? What is wrong? Let's go, handsome. Come on. Not you, fat Jesus. Slide it on back. Oh, it's not that good a movie. And to take out Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction was in conversations to be a one seed, a two seed, a three seed. It eventually got bumped down to four because of Boogie Nights is so strong and Rocky II is so strong. It's not, no uh, indictment of, of Pulp Fiction. But Pulp Fiction going down in the opening round, the majority, not all of you, but 53-47. And that one, right from jump, you could tell that Pulp Fiction was in a bit of trouble. I would just simply say to the 53% of you that voted, what is wrong with you? What is? What happened to you? Much like those kids who are still uh, partying down in Florida on spring break, I really have to question the parenting. Pulp Fiction going down in the opening round. That's just inexcusable. I'm sorry. All right, so the other results, uh, Rounders, Fight Club, very interesting matchup in the opening round. Uh, apparently not to the voting public because Fight Club wins easy. Well, it's a fight, right? So who's going to win? Rounders, a couple of guys playing poker or uh, a bunch of guys fighting each other, punching each other in the face. Fight Club wins easily. Obviously, the first rule of Fight Club still remains uh, to wash your hands. We changed that yesterday from uh, the first rule of Fight Club is to not talk about Fight Club. Well, we're going to be talking about Fight Club because it moves on to the second round. So that's the 5-12 matchup. The 6-11, really, I didn't have a problem with this one going either way. This really felt like kind of like an 8-9 matchup. I eventually, I felt like Carlito's way was a little stronger than that, so I bumped it up to a 6-11. But Donnie Brasco, really can't go wrong with either movie. Carlito's way, fantastic. Donnie Brasco's fantastic. People, the majority, went Donnie Brasco, 58-42. That's the 6-11. The 7-10, hotly debated. I believe, I don't know what the final numbers were. We'll check after the show is over. But I believe the final numbers say that the 710, Back to the Future versus Scarface, is the most voted on poll so far that we've done. So the matchup of Marty McFly, the wholesome, family-friendly Back to the Future versus the very adult Scarface and Tony Montana. Uh, it goes the way of Back to the Future. The number seven seed does advance 56-44. I'm not a big Scarface guy, i got to be honest. That's why I knocked it down to a 10, But uh, and it's already gone. So uh, Back to the Future moves on, very hotly debated, as I said. And I believe the other one that was really hotly debated was Boogie Nights and 48. No, no, it couldn't have been that one. What was the other? Oh, that was what it was, the last matchup in this region. Midnight Run versus Coming to America, classic 8-9 matchup. You know what? I gotta be honest. Maybe this one's just outside of my bubble. And I, I don't know. Maybe I would go with Coming to America, which was the nine seed. I made Midnight Run the eight. You could certainly flip those numbers the other way. But this one was just a total route from jump. Coming to America. Maybe, I don't know. Midnight Run is on a ton. Maybe Midnight Run was just not the high profile movie when it came out. It's one of those ones that you kind of, I think I found it when it was already out of the, the I didn't go see it in the theaters but when you watch it one time you're going to watch it at least five you're almost like legally obligated to watch it five times but apparently coming to America 
is the uh, real sleeper in this region as a nine seed because over a thousand votes in this poll question. And it would be one thing you get a thousand votes on something that's close, right? But this one you got a thousand votes and it was a blowout, uh, 85 to 15. So coming to America moves on. So there are your winners. That boy is good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What do you got there, Brian? That boy is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Good and terrible. Good and terrible performance by Midnight Run. Really, uh, really weak by a lot of you. And look, I, I don't have a problem with either one. I guess the one that you would say in this region that just makes absolutely no sense based on people who have eyes, right? Like if you have eyes and you watch movies, there's no way that the hangover would beat Pulp Fiction. And I really feel like uh, a, lot of, a lot of you have a lot of explaining to do. Just no other way to put it. I understand there's more pressing things in the world right now, but uh, I'm sorry. There's no way you can go hangover over Pulp Fiction, but you did. You messed it up. But uh, the winners in the region, Big Lebowski moves on, Rocky Two moves on, and then it's basically upset after upset. The number three seed, Boogie Nights, goes down to 48 hours. The number four, Pulp Fiction, goes down to the hangover. Ugh. The five, Rounders, which I think is really a bad job uh, by people, too. Rounders loses the Fight Club. The sixth seed is, what was the sixth seed? Oh, Carlito's Way. Okay, that one goes down to uh, Donnie Brasco. So tons of upsets here. The seventh seed does advance back to the future, which very well could win this entire um, this entire region. And if not, it's going to be probably the number nine seed coming to America, which upsets Midnight Run in a blowout. So there you go. Those are the matchups from yesterday. Today, we have some new ones. Do we have time or should I wait? Uh, let's run through it. one 800 919 espn one 800 919 Maybe should I, Brian, what should I do here? Should I, should I hold off? I'll hold off. All right. Well, hold off on announcing what the matchups are for today. But I will tell you this before we get to Debbie with the traffic. We don't have to follow any set of rules. We make the rules. I make the rules. It's the beauty of having the, the rewatchable movie bracket. And what a fan, I mean, honestly, what a fantastic job by me. I don't come up with many good ideas. And this will probably be my last one until maybe like July, August. But this one's a good one. This one is fantastic. And nobody can really debate, even the haters can't debate whether or not this is a phenomenal idea. And trust me, if they had come up with it, they would have told you what a phenomenal idea it was. But we don't have to follow any set of rules. So we don't have to tell you like ahead of time what are going to be the matchups. I took a look at the results from the opening round and I handpicked the matchup. And if you think that the opening round, wow, that's a really tough call. Which way do you... Wait until you hear what we have coming up. There's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us on this sky. Imagine all the people. Imagine all the people uniting and hating this uh, this idea of a bunch of celebrities getting together to sing Imagine. I mean, oh my God. If they wanted to bring people together, they brought them together on uh, hating this idea. Woof. As I tweeted out, it's almost like this idea was come together uh, to, to make me root for Corona. Oof, what a ter I mean, who thought that was a good idea? Sing the mo Hey, you know what? While everybody's depressed around the nation, let's get our forces together and let's sing the most depressing song at this time where everybody's already depressed. They Oof. couldn't sing Come Together, at least? Right, something a little uplifting. 
Maybe uh, what was it? Happy by uh, who's the, who's the guy that sang Happy? Uh, Pharrell. Yeah, yeah, let's sing Happy. Sing something. Sing me. Give, uh, maybe not that song because that song's a little annoying after a while. But I, I, it would be better than that. Imagine. Oh my God. Imagine thinking that was a good idea. That's what they really should be singing. All right. So we're back. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is ninety-eight point seven FM, ESPN, New York. And uh, we'll take your phone calls, obviously. But it is time to unveil our matchups. For this round, the second round, only in the second round, this is only going to get harder and harder. So you can vote on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. I have seven matchups for you today. Two drama, two comedy, two action, and one wild card. Since the wild cards went yesterday, I figure, you know, let's give only one there. But it's an interesting matchup. And maybe we'll start with the wild card. You want to start with the wild card? The wild card matchup in this round. We will go with the uh, the 12 and 13 matchup because of all the upsets. And the 12 seed is Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. No, the first rule is you grab some hand sanitizer and rub that thing down because uh, we don't need any more uh, infections. The number 13 seed, the movie that I am not a fan of in the region but put in anyway because I'm a good guy, The Hangover. Let's go, handsome. Come on. Not you, fat Jesus. Slide it on back. See, I mean, that's a sign that the hangover is not even that good. And that Brian only has the one clip. That's it. That's the only hangover clip he was able to pull. And it's not even that funny of a clip. But there you go. That's the opening matchup. And we will uh, put these up after this segment. But that's the wild card matchup. Now let's go to the real heavy hitters, right? The drama. Maybe you've forgotten. It's been a few days now. We did that on Monday, right? The first matchup, we will involve the number one seed, Goodfellas. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Goodfellas will go up against the number nine, The Departed. The Departed versus Goodfellas. Departed, a good movie, but let's be honest, it's not on the level of Goodfellas. Goodfellas is the number one overall seed. It's a number one overall seed over Godfather. Think about what that says. Godfather, you would think, oh, it has to be a number one. No, not one matched up in the drama category with Goodfellas. Godfather, fantastic, sensational, quotable, fantastic scene after scene after scene. But the pacing, 1972, right? A little slower, maybe not uh, everybody's cup of tea in this day and age where everything has to be now, now, now. Goodfellas, the fact that it's a little bit newer, and it's not exactly new, what is it, 30 years old, 25 years old? It just is a, is a, is a more rewatchable movie in 2020. So there's your first matchup in the drama category. Goodfellas versus The Departed. The other matchup, and this one really, maybe not the greatest matchup. I think to me this is the toughest one, but maybe this won't have the most vote totals because I think I know the way this is going to go. But the other matchup in the drama, it's the 4-5 matchup. It is a few good men. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to handle the truth here. If uh, really whichever one of these goes down, it's going to be very, very tough to lose. But the number four seed is a few good men facing off against the number five Braveheart. But they'll never take freedom. God, William Wallace. Few good men, Braveheart. Both are on. They're a couple of channels apart. Which one are you sticking with? Are you sticking with Lieutenant Danny Caffey? You, Lieutenant Weinberg, 
Well, what a shot that was by Jack Nicholson. Just that completely out of nowhere. Lieutenant Weinberg was just sitting there doing nothing. All of a sudden, he's getting called out from the bench. Uh, or the is it uh, Braveheart? So there's the 4-5 matchup. Very, very difficult to call there. Then we move on to the comedies. The number two seed is my cousin Vinny. My clients are... What are you wearing? Huh? What are you wearing? I'm uh, wearing uh, clothes. Yeah. Two youths. The two what? The number two seed. My cousin Vinny facing off against the number seven major league. Have to wake up bats. There you go. You got to wake up those bats, and those bats will be ready to go going up against my cousin Vinny, I think. And then the uh, the five thirteen matchup. One of the big upset winners of the opening round, Wedding Crashers, is back. Erroneous, erroneous, erroneous on both counts. No, it's actually true. The Wedding Crashers did win in the opening round. And now we'll face up against the number five, Dumb and Dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance, but I'm not, I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see if you celebrate when it's all said and done there. So those are the two matchups in the comedy region. And then we get the action region. And you talk about heavy hitters. You ready for this? Here we go. The number three, Gladiator. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is that why you are here? Yeah, this is why you're here. You're here for the difficult matchup. So the number three gladiator goes up against the Dark Knight. He turns to me and he says, why so serious? Yeah, this is a serious matchup. Gladiator, Dark Knight, both are on. Which one are you watching? Oh my God, tough, tough call there. And then if that wasn't tough enough, we get another four or five matchup in the action region. The number four, Dr. Richard Kimball. And the I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. There you go, the, uh, the, the fugitive. He's running from the police, right? He's running from the law. And it's just as well he was not running from the number five scene. The Terminator. I'm a friend of Sarah Connor. I was told that she's here. Could I see her, please? No, can't see her. She's making a statement. Where is she? Look, it may take a while. I want to wait. There's a bench over there. I'll be back. Oh, my God. And he was. He would be back. He he held up his end of the bargain there. So there you go. There's the seven matchups for today. The number one, Goodfellas versus The Departed. A Few Good Men versus Braveheart. Comedy vision, Division. Two seed, My Cousin Vinny versus Major League. Dumb and Dumber takes on Wedding Crashers. Action, Gladiator versus Dark Knight. The Fugitive goes up against the Terminator. And the one wild card, Fight Club, takes on the Hangover. Voting will be open momentarily on Twitter. At Gordon Damer coming up. We will get your calls involved at 1-800-919-ESPN. In case you're just getting up, just getting rolling, we kind of gave you the sports news at the top of the show. Obviously, Sean Payton, the first person in the NFL to test positive for coronavirus. He says he uh, didn't feel well over the weekend, but is uh, taking the necessary steps. And he's one of the few, I guess it's 20 percent of cases, no fever, no cough. So hopefully he's going to be doing okay there. You got the actual football news. The Rams releasing Todd Gurley yesterday. Not exactly that huge a shock. There was talk that he was being shopped from here to there, but because of his contract, nobody is going to more. It's becoming crystal clear at this point. It's not really a surprise at any point now. 
NFL teams do not sink heavy resources into any running back because the position just ages just so quickly. And then, of course, the other the baseball news, the Red Sox announcing that Chris Sale going to go under uh, go Tommy John surgery. So if and when baseball even does get underway, the Red Sox will be doing so without Chris Sale. But of course, the movie bracket is the thing a lot of people want to get in on. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Let's start things off with Ron in Newark. Ron, you're first up on ESPN New York. What's going on, man? Listen, I've never called. I listen all the time on the way to work. And I work for New Jersey Trans. I drive a train. God bless you, Listen, man. Man, let me tell you something. First of all, I got the comedy slash wild card. There are four movies because I'm the biggest hater that you got going on right now within those two, within those genres. Okay, here we go. First of all, something about Mary and Kingpin, without a doubt, you don't watch movies. No, I, actually, I do, Ron. I do. Obviously, I do. Oh my God! Uh, look, you, you have to, Ron. You have to keep in mind. There's only 64 <laughs> spots, and here, here's the thing. It's easy to come up to me and tell me this should have made it, that should have made it. First off, you got to start with. All right, I'm taking this out, and I can just okay. tell you after all okay. the research. And look, I'm telling you, I got a lot of free time. Right? I do a one hour uh-huh. show. I, I looked know, at I know, I got- all these movies, ran through them all. And uh-huh. these are the best 16 in each category. There's always okay, going to okay. be, you know, there's never going to be a perfect list. Okay, okay, fine. Listen, right. here we go. Yep. Here we go. Then you said coming to America was an upset. I well, not really. You. Not in the opening round. Okay, okay. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When it comes to certain black movies, mm-hmm. I want you to understand Yeah. there are some that will blow the wild card bracket or the comedy bracket out the box. Are right. you ready? I got two more for you. All right. Two more. You should have done First this before all, I came up with the movies, Ron. Where were you? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, right. oh, bruh. I right. should have been on your staff so I could have told you, knock it off. All Here right. we go. Right. Friday. Very, I, I mentioned yesterday Friday was one of the, the last uh, movies out. Yep. Uh, one of the last I, movies out. Hey, listen, Friday... Mm-hmm. And also, um, Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights, one that I considered as well. Harlem Nights falls uh, into a category uh, where it was a very good first half, not as good second half. You know, there's a lot of good movies like that. Me. What's you that? You gotta be kidding me. You oh, gotta no, be kidding I'm, me. I'm, I'm gonna shoot you in the pinky toe. I'm gonna yeah, shoot no, you. No, I mean, look, it, I'm not telling you it's not a great movie. And Ron, thanks for the call. It's a great movie, uh, but in terms of the top 64 movies of all time, and again, it's not going to fit into action. It's not going to uh, fit there. It's not going to fit into drama. So now you're talking about, is it one of the best 32 movies? Very, very difficult. It's not easy. It's not an easy job, but I took it on. I took it on for the listening public. I think the listening public has agreed it was a good call. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. Let's go to uh, Antoine. He is in the truck, one of the delivery guys. And thank God for him doing what he's doing. Antoine. Yes, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm actually a, I'm a tractor-trailer driver based out of New Jersey. I'm actually in the city right now making deliveries to you name it, grocery stores, wholesalers, you, everyone. And Be safe. I just wanted to say thank you to, to you guys for recognizing us, but also thank you to the rest of my brothers and sisters out there on the road just trying to make it happen for everyone else who you know needs to put food in their houses. Absolutely. 
What you got? Nothing. That's it. Thank you. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. I mean, uh, look, I mean, uh, doing what we're – I am sitting in my pajamas right now. I don't know if I should share that publicly. And I was thinking about punishing the voting public for uh, taking the Pulp Fiction out in the opening round by posting a selfie as I look right now because that would be punishment. That would make people learn their lesson. But no, Antoine, thank you. I mean, geez, Louise, I mean, uh, come on. I'm not doing anything. I'm, just, I'm talking about movies. I would be doing this if there was no show. I'll shut off the microphone in a little while, and I'll still be doing the same exact thing. And trust me, my wife is sick of hearing it. All right, let's go to the phones, 1-800-919-ESPN. Let's go out to, is it Mike in the car? Mike, what's going on, man? Not much, Gordon. I think uh, I think Braveheart's going to be the sleeper with what's going on right now and everything else. I mean, how Certainly can you not very, like that? Yeah, very strong opening round, great movie, and it's and look, if you come out of whoever comes out of the drama category, you are going to have to be a very live live contender to take the whole thing because that that division, if you get stuck in that division, trying to come out of that division with all the the heavy hitters, all the powerhouses, man, that, that's a tough division to come out of. Yeah, just, you know, that that gives me chills every time that comes on like that. Yep. No, it's fantastic. It's an unbelievable movie. And the highs of that movie, very, very high. But a very tough matchup in this round going up against A Few Good Men. Few Good Men is on all the time. And as I always say, the best ability is availability. That's true of rewatchable movies. You get sucked into A Few Good Men. Tom Cruise, Demi Moore. Oh, Demi Moore, come on. Fantastic. Jack Nicholson with one of his, you know, real iconic performances and a few good men. So very, very tough matchup there. And you can vote right now on Twitter at Gordon Damer. Let's go out to, uh, let's see here. Is it, uh, all right. Uh, you know what? There's been too much praise of me. So let's get to some of the haters. Lewis and Whippany, no bigger hater than him. <laughs> Man, I didn't know you were going to get to me. <laughs> yeah, all right, I get to you. I get to everybody. I take on all comers. I got cut off on Wednesday. I just gotta let you know yeah, right now. You're if you about want to make a diversity, point, your phone said, you know what? Even I can't put up with this. No, 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 no. See, if you want the inclusion and diversity, you should have gone with Endgame. No, I did, no, 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 Lewis, Lewis, let me put this out there. I don't want to have in, uh, inclusivity or anything like that. I want to pick the best movies. And yes, there's plenty and of great movies, movies all over the place. No, 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 no. Your logic was Captain Marvel is a strong movie. Okay. Just to well, include you, it because no, no, no. Just, of whatever reason, I'm going to include it if I think it's the best. Just give me a, just give me a minute. You say Captain Marvel is the strongest. Right? Okay, fine. I'll give you that, whatever. But the thing is, she fought no one in her movie. There was nothing to show. But now, she's the most powerful. Is, is that no, up no, no, to debate? But, is it true that she is the most powerful no, in the Marvel it's not Universe? True. It's not true. She, it is she true. Is not. She's not. No, no I've done not, research. She's no, not, the most powerful. She controls like planets and everything like that. She's no, Captain no, Marvel. No, you're way off. You're way off. <laughs> no, you're way off. Listen. She was she she went off against Thanos the the Titan. That would have been a better way of going at it. And also coming to America, how is it a number nine? What is wrong with you? And on top of it, I'm telling you right it's now, a very difficult gonna lose you the hangover. Well, look, here's no, no, the no. thing, Lewis. Here's the thing about the nine seed and, and people getting hung up on the seedings. What coming to America showed you yesterday, and Lewis, thank you for the call as always. Even though you hate the show and you continue to listen, and I thank you for that. Here's the thing that Coming to America showed you yesterday is the number nine seed going up against uh, Midnight Run. Fantastic movie. If you've not seen Midnight Run, you're not going anywhere. Pop it up. It's everywhere. But what it showed you was that being a number nine seed didn't hold it back at all. It blew away the field. So these ratings, these rankings, while important to a certain degree, and I'm sure if you rank them in a certain way, 
other movies might move on another round, maybe another round or two. But what it really shows you is the rankings really aren't that. You should be strong enough to overcome the rankings. And that's exactly what um, Coming to America was able to do yesterday. Let's get to uh, Elijah in Monroe. Elijah Goma, man. Hey, how you doing, man? Um, I just want to say the Dark Knight should be the winner. And um, I really appreciate you doing this. I guess he's had, I listen every morning on my way to work. So I appreciate awesome. it. And I know you're about to end. So yeah. that's all I wanted to say. All right, Elijah. Thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, right. we're, we're going to be here. We're going to be doing this all month long. There has been, I will say this, there has been some talk for all the people who were upset about the movies that didn't make it. There has been some conversation about an NIT bracket, 32 movies. And break them down for the remaining and, and see which movie was truly the biggest snub. Let's go out to Angel in Brooklyn. Angel, go, my man, quick. Morning. Uh, one movie might not be a classic, but I think it's a darn good movie, Inglorious Bastards. Fantastic history, movie. Absolutely. History, drama, a ton of funny moments. I think it's a really, it's one of those you can watch with the fellas and just laugh away. Yeah, no, absolutely fantastic movie, Angel. Thank you for the call. Yeah, I mean, the problem with adding that one was we had a couple of Tarantino movies already in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, and apparently Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction did not resonate with the public quite like uh, I thought that they would. I thought one of them, I think uh, Reservoir Dogs was a 10 seed. That got bounced in the opening round. And then yesterday, Pulp Fiction goes down in flames. All right, so that's going to do it for, for us for today. Now, I will say, there is not going to be a Saturday show for tomorrow. For the time being, we're going to scale back a little bit on the Saturday shows. But if you follow me on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, we will have more polls, not about the, the, the actual winners and losers of the bracket, but what was the biggest snub of the tournament, what has been the biggest outrage of the tournament so far, and we'll be running some polls over the weekend as well. So follow me on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. We will see you Monday at 5. We'll see you. 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.